Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel. And I'm Melissa. And we are sisters. And you guys, if you have not had a chance to, or taken the time, I understand sometimes it's about taking the time to um, like us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or share us, we would absolutely love if you guys would do that. If you would write a review, that would make even make us even more happy because when you guys share and when you write reviews, um, it just gets our name out there more. Mm-hmm. And if we've heard so much from you that you like sitting here and feeling like you're having coffee with us. And we would just love to be able to do that with more women. And we just want to bring the love and the hope of Jesus to as many people as possible. So you guys sharing and all that um, helps that happen. So thank you in advance for doing that. Exactly. So we're on part two of our like learning to control our tongue. Last week was um, our words matter. And today we are doing learning to control our tongue. So if you didn't listen to last week, I really think you should. But I think that these can stand apart too. Um, yeah, but definitely listening to last week would be good. Exactly. So it's really important that we learn to have self-control, right, in our words and how we speak and whatnot. But we also yes. need to learn to rely on the Holy Spirit for to listen to when we should speak and not speak. So sometimes it's not just a matter of like saying nice things or not saying mean things. It's a matter of, am I supposed to say this? Is this something you want me to say, Lord. And I have gotten in the way of the Holy Spirit plenty of times, not that he isn't all powerful and can work his magic (laughs) without, Mm -hmm. you know, even though work his magic. (laughs) I know. I was like, "Mm, that sounds a little weird, but you know. Um, (laughs) And there are times that it's like, we're, that is not for us to say right now. Maybe that's something this person needs to hear, but God has not chosen us to Mm -hmm. be the one to be that instrument to deliver it. And that's when we take it to prayer and go, okay, Lord, if this person is supposed to hear this and it's not supposed to be me, either tell me the right timing if it is this me me or i'm just going to pray for the person who is going to mm-hmm. come along and say that thing and um yeah. and so yeah so i think i would like to break down a little bit what that looks like like what is our experience when when we're in a position where we're trying to figure out if we're supposed to say something or if we're not how you know we said wait for the holy spirit to direct us like i know something people say a lot is how do i even know like how do i know mm-hmm. yeah. when god is talking to me what does that look like that's a conversation i have with my kids on the regular, because mm-hmm. um, they really want to know, how do I know if God's talking to me? Right. But And I think that God talks to all of us a little bit differently. Right. So obviously, Rachel and I sharing our experience right. with him is does not mean that this is how he will right. talk to you, but it at least it starts helping you figure out what am, what's even happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how do I? Mm-hmm. And so um, do you want to share first about how you know when the Holy Spirit's talking to you? Well, I mean, I I'll, to say um, I know, I think is strong because then it's like 100% certainty. And I, I read one time, I don't think you can ever with 100% certainty know that God's talking to you. You, you just mm-hmm. move forward in faith, believing that you're hearing from mm-hmm. him and he will correct you if you're wrong. Um, but when I believe that God is talking to me um, or, you know, I'm hearing something from the Holy Spirit, there's lots of different ways that it looks like. Sometimes it's I'm hearing the same thing three times in one week. And I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. that's something I didn't Repetition. really enjoy hearing the first time. And so now to hear it three times. <laughs> Definitely don't like hearing it more. <laughs> it's like when you see jaguars everywhere and you're like, I think God's telling me to buy a jaguar. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Are you talking about the animal or the car? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Every time we see a jaguar, Joey's always like, oh, one day I want to buy one for your mom. Must, must need one because I keep seeing my it. Mom. Oh, yeah. Our moms love jaguars. Yeah. Our moms. Our, our mom, mom loves jaguars. jaguars. So he's always like, one day I'm going to buy her an old jaguar or whatever. I'm like, Shh. And then, he, and then he said the other day, I don't even think she'll ride in it. It'll be too low to the ground and uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> she'll want to jack it up. <laughs> Anyways, um, but hearing the same thing. You know, it's like the first time you thought, I think God's talking to me. And then the second time you're like, okay, mm-hmm. that's affirming. And then the third time you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I get it. Right. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. happens to me a lot. Sometimes it is when I'm really wrestling with something in my spirit, like I can't land anywhere. It's like there's no peace. And then someone says something mm-hmm. and in an instant, there's peace. And I'm like, 
I know that I was meant to hear that and I need to listen to that. Um, That happens because peace. The enemy cannot replicate peace. Only God no. can give us peace. Exactly. Because so, the enemy can lie to us in a lot of ways, but he cannot lie to us with peace because he is like the that. opposite of peace. I have never so. actually thought of it that way, but you're right. Oh, that is something I've told my kids so many times when they're struggling you with never told me that feelings. About- <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just thought you knew. <laughs> no, I didn't, but now I do. It's a really amazing and valid thought. Sorry, what were we going to say? Yeah. No, just that some, because sometimes the only, uh, for Bill and I, there's been so many things that we've had to make decisions on or um, decide about things that it it came down to peace. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, we have a peace in this. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even line up with what anyone else in our life agrees with. But we're like, but we know that that cannot be from the enemy. Like he cannot trick us with peace. And so that would be God. And so we're going to go that direction. Sometimes we have peace and we move in a direction and then we have no peace and we feel like God closes the door. Absolutely, And that happens. Just because you had peace in one Mm -hmm. moment doesn't mean it's like absolutely for the whole entire thing. And sometimes he just needs you to have peace to get you to move one step. Right. And then he's like, and now I'm redirecting. Right. Well, recently <laughs> I had um, just decided to stay an extra day in Minnesota when I was coming for a wedding and then join my family for an apple orchard. Um, and as I was about to change my flights, which are free because it was Southwest, there's my little plug. I do love Southwest. Um, it was, <laughs> it's free to change it. And it wasn't going to cost me any more. I instantly had no peace, like a lack of peace. And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. So I did not change it. Well, I yeah. ended up going because then all of a sudden I did a piece like a week later. But I mm-hmm. was like, I have to listen to that. Like, I don't yeah. know what this is about. And I still don't know what it was about. All I know is I yeah. listened in that moment and maybe God just wanted to pay, know if I was paying attention. Maybe yeah. it was my own mind just telling me. But I just – I didn't have peace. And then I did. And so yeah. it was like just even yeah. little things like that. Like, honest to goodness, I wasn't even praying about it. I was just going to book the flight. And then I had that mm-hmm. lack of peace. And I was like, this is something mm-hmm. I need to listen to. And then I will say, so I have apparently the gift of prophecy. I didn't know that, but now I just took a test and it was my number one. And I'm like, actually, that makes a lot of sense for my whole life of just some things where it's like, I don't have any business knowing this and I'm saying this, but I don't want to be saying it, but I feel like I'm supposed to say it. And mm-hmm. it has always um, proven, like it has never gone poorly for me, at least in the end. Sometimes it goes poorly in the moment when I like say something that I really don't want to say. But what I think I have learned is I almost never want to say the thing that I feel God's prompting me to say. So yes. for instance, if yeah. you're saying to a friend, hey, and you're kind of disrespectful to your husband like all the time, like that is not mm-hmm. or regularly. <laughs> that is not something yes. a person should want to say to their friend. And but I was like yes. God pressed it on my heart week after week after week, and I was yes. like I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, and I did say it. And the truth is, is it did not go well for at least a week with this no, person. And in the end, the person was very grateful, that, and they were like, I didn't even realize like that I was doing that. And so yes. I know for me, like sometimes when God's telling me to do something, if I don't want to do it, I can almost always guarantee it's probably from Him. Because but if I'm like super, yes, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say the opposite side is that I have learned that if I'm. A- like excited to tell someone something that's maybe a little bit hard that I'm probably not really hearing from exactly. God. Ooh, she gonna get it. Like, now wait to tell them this, especially if that person is my husband. Ooh, I cannot wait to tell you what God told me to tell you. <laughs> Unless it's like encouragement. But even then, sometimes I uh, feel, yeah, that's different. I feel weird when God puts something on my heart to encourage because I'm like, hey, sorry. Like, I just feel like I have to pull you aside and say this, even though I like know that it's good. It feels. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too intimate for me to like even be saying. It's like I don't really have any business knowing this, but. And this is just sure. for me, yeah. of course. Like everybody does not have, you know. Yeah. The- well, that's why I said I really think God talks to all of us differently. And and um, so some of the things you said 
coincides, you know, the, the peace bit is something that I have always listened to. Like, and what I mean by like making decisions and listening to peace is like Bill and I have, we never have made decisions based on pros and cons mm-hmm. because peace can outweigh mm-hmm. the cons. Like, it, like you can have a list of cons and, but there's peace well, and you have like having a lot of children or adopting teenagers there. I mean, there mm-hmm. are not a lot of pros. <laughs> No, no. I mean, having kids, sure, yeah. but like having an abundance of them, which we both have. Yeah. You know, it's like there are yeah. a lot of cons, but like when God leads you, He leads you. Like, yeah, it doesn't really matter yeah. what those things are. And so, um, so that's something that, but, um, so shoot, I just oh, lost sorry. my thing about it for me. No, that's you okay. You um, don't make decisions based on pros and cons, only peace. Yeah. Yep. And, and so, and, and one of the ways, I, oh, something I just told my oldest son the other day, I said, one of the ways I, I do believe that I know when God talks to me, especially when it's just about me. I never know when God's talking to me about someone else. Like I be really careful if you're don't like, I would really caution you to never say to someone. And I do mean never. God told me to tell you that he told me this about you. Right. Like that is just, we can be arrogant ground. That's weird. Like, I mean, yeah, I never say that either. I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to share this with you. You take it to God and you two figure it out. Yes. Especially if it's something like you're going to lose your house soon or you're going <laughs> to fail in your job. Like something, what am I supposed to do with that? Like yeah. that's happened before. <laughs> We've heard those things before. Oh and so, gosh. and those, they never happen. So anyway, so we, we do want to be careful with that. But when it comes re- in regards to myself, and I don't actually know what the Bible says. I mean, the Bible, God talked to a lot of people in the Bible. And so that's where I'm like, I, I feel like maybe we can know. Either way, for me, one of the ways that I believe God is talking to me mm-hmm. is um, when he gives me insight or information or um, belief about something that I could not come up right. with on my own. Mm-hmm. Like that is not from me. Right. Like I don't even think like that or, um, you know, it's, and it's, you know, and that can be in a, that can, I can see that in a lot of different things, you know, whether it's a decision I'm making or whether it's just information right. about something. And so um, that's kind of vague, but that, and so I was telling my son that he's like, oh, I like that. If it doesn't feel like my own thoughts, right. like, there is a good chance, especially if it's not ugly thoughts like the enemy would talk, you know, right. especially if there's peace and regain, mm-hmm. that's like always go. So. Yeah. So anyway, so those are just some examples of how Rachel and I um, know that I believe that we are hearing from God, right. uh, have heard from God. And so, um, and I just, you know, when I tell my kids, I'm like, that's something you're going to have to, f- you're going to have to work through with him. And sometimes it's, um, it, there is a story in the Bible about um, I forget who it is, Rachel. You probably know where he lays out the fleece mm-hmm. and asks for it to not be wet. Elijah. Like he wants God to prove. Yeah, that's why I thought it was Elijah. And he lays out or this blanket, basically. He's one of them, I'm pretty sure. One of the E's. And um, and he basically wanted God, God was asking him to do something, and he wanted proof mm-hmm. that what God was saying was real was like and that it was Gideon. really God. I was getting, oh my gosh. Okay, Gideon. <laughs> no, I'm getting, there is a man in the no, Bible who basically, <laughs> basically was like, give me proof that what you were telling me, and he did it multiple days in a row. He needed proof yeah. that God was telling him what he yep, wanted. And, and God applied. <laughs> All right. The G-man. And um, and so I think especially when especially when you are newer in your faith, I think it's okay to ask God, I need proof. Like I want, because our heart is, I want to know mm-hmm. that you're the one talking to me. So please give me proof. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like. And it but might not be laying work with fleece, but it might be the affirmation piece right. that we were talking about. Like the same yeah. verse came to us again and we weren't looking for it. And so, yeah. Yeah, So this is great. I'm super glad we spent some time talking about that because it's all prefacing the learning to control our tongue, which is also learning to rely on the Holy Spirit with our tongue. And so our first point today is like, 
all thoughts that come to our mind are not meant to be said. This is true. Case in point, <laughs> the anger piece that we talked about last week, mm-hmm. but it's like everything that we think does not need to be said. And I mm-hmm. am still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my best quality is saying things that come to my mind. And I have gotten my husband embarrassed, you know, uncomfortable, especially, you know, like I'm just more comfortable talking about all the things than he is. And so, mm-hmm. and it's not honoring to him if I put him in a position of being embarrassed or my kids, right? Like I'm happy mm-hmm. to share almost anything about my kids. However, that as especially as I get older, it is not always respectful yeah. and honoring. And so all the yeah. thoughts that come to our head are not meant to come out. And Proverbs yeah. 13, 3 says, whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. And he, op- he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. It is not mm-hmm. always in our best interest to just let everything come out or everybody else's best interest. And then yeah. I love this one, Proverbs 21, 23, whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. <laughs> This is true. (laughs) This is very true. And then my last one is James 119. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear. I love that. Quick to listen, quick to hear, Mm -hmm. slow to speak, and slow to anger. And I am good at the last one, and I have the middle, the first two flipped. (laughs) Flip flop. (laughs) I'm slow to hear and quick to speak. Uh huh. I am I am better than surrounded by people like you. What'd you say? I'm surrounded by people no, like you. I, I am okay, way better I'm, than I used to be, but yes. I am very much still. I am always like trying to tell stories to Rachel or my husband or my daughter or my our mom, and I, I get like three sentences in, and they like start finishing it for me. I'm like, can can, can do you want to just hear what I have to say? Okay. <laughs> mom is way worse at that than me. <laughs> Love you, mom. Love you, mom. I have gotten better at that because <laughs> I know I used to be really bad at it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah and then the thing is is like so these thoughts that come to us they're not always meant to be spoken but they can sometimes simply be meant for us to examine with god so for instance Mm -hmm. if i have a thought that's like okay well i'm not gonna say that but also like why did i have that thought like where did that come from and if especially if it's unholy we talked last episode about not just the words that come out of our house or our heart, not just the words that come out of our mouth, mouth but the meditation of our heart that they're equally yep. need to be pleasing to God. Yep. And so it's like, okay, well, if that thought wasn't pleasing to God, mm-hmm. don't, I mean, don't just brush it off and be like, oh, well, you know, move on. It's like, okay, Lord, what's going on in my heart that I had that thought? Like mm-hmm. what's going on in my heart mm-hmm. that I am that negative about that thing or that person or that frustrated or whatever? Yes. And, and it's like, where is it? Especially rooted? if it's on the regular, like, especially if it's like, exactly, I mean, cause obviously sometimes like a thought will flip through our right. mind and we never think of it again. And, True. you know, and, and we don't want you to feel exhausted. Like, oh my gosh, I have, I know the Bible says take every thought captive. Right. Like it, that is a true thing. <laughs> but also sometimes it, our thoughts go so fast, right. we don't even have a chance to, but if you're on a regular basis, like, okay, I definitely have like a, ugh, towards this person mm-hmm. every time they walk into the room or I hear their name mm-hmm. or I roll my eyes or, or you have other whatever words are going through your head, like, yeah, that's definitely coming from somewhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, it could be about money. It's like every time somebody buys Mm -hmm. something, you think something negative, like, well, where did they get money for that? Or how, you know, how did they afford that? Or even why don't I have money for that? And it's like, those kinds of thoughts regularly need to be brought before God to be examined Mm -hmm. and taking your thoughts captive and because they're coming from something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and John 14, 26 says, The helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. So this is Jesus talking. 
He, the Holy Spirit, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So having the Holy Spirit is a reminder of what Jesus walked and talked on this earth. And if we want to be Jesus to people, we need to be asking the Holy Spirit to examine our hearts, examine our thoughts, examine our ways, and do work where it needs to be done. Like I shared in the last episode, a lot of areas that I am still struggling in. <laughs> it's like, so don't just leave them there. If we know we have these issues, like get to work praying about it and asking God. And I yeah. am going to do that because it was very clear yes. to me while we were recording what a mess I was in that area. <laughs> in those areas, there were multiple of them. <laughs> Just because I can write out an episode and be filled with good truth and scripture doesn't mean that I have it all right. (laughs) This is very true. And if you haven't listened to our last um, episode, this this will make you want to go and listen and be like, what is Rachel revealing about her? Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then our last point is, you know, we, we pretty much said this at the very beginning, but our thoughts should be brought to the Holy Spirit before spoken. And I don't mean everything. Like what time will you be here? Like (laughs) literally every (laughs) single thing. If our if our posture before God is, I want the Holy Spirit to always be present, to always, I am yeah. always open to listening. I'm always open to hearing. Yeah. Then we have to be open to things like when you're buying a plane ticket, even when you're not praying and going, wait, I don't have peace. What's going on here? And paying attention mm-hmm. to those things. But then mm-hmm. our thoughts, like before we send an angry text or email or DM, it's like mm-hmm. maybe we should just especially if there's a strong emotion, we should bring this before the Holy Spirit. Is this something I am meant to say? I will never forget one time I wrote out, ooh, I wrote out a text. It was going to be sent. And then all of a sudden it got deleted. And I was like, son of a, so I started writing it again. And guess what? It got deleted again. And I was like, I think that's the Holy Spirit telling me something. (laughs) Exactly. That's part of the whole slow to speak is be slow and take it to the Lord. Like right. ask him, what what am I, you know, I- um, We don't have to respond to everything right away. And that's something we need to work more on as a society. Yes. So something I do, if for some reason I'm responding, um, I mean, I prefer to have hard conversations in person, mm-hmm. like obviously, but sometimes texting is how things just play out. And um, I often will actually write out my response in my notes mm-hmm. and not in a text because mm-hmm. a sometimes texts actually send right. when you don't want them to, right. and if they don't have an Apple phone, they can't be deleted. If it's an Android, they are stuck with us. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I have gotten real used to editing and deleting, and then I text uh-huh. an Android, and it's not but something bad. It's just something I'm like, oh, I meant to proof that can't delete it. Yeah, or edit it. Yeah, <laughs> but and so and then so I I like in slow, being slow to speak, I often will write my thoughts out right where they are, mm-hmm. and then. Hours later or a day later, two days later, I go back and reread. And usually I'm almost always thankful I did not do anything with that. And I either decide through that, you know, through the waiting and asking God, how do I handle this Mm -hmm. situation? Often I'm just deleting and moving on. Or I'm saying very minimal. And um, because we we can't ever undersay too much, but we can always oversay too much. You know what I mean? We can Mm -hmm. always can't take back what we say. Mm -hmm. Like even if we apologize, we can't take it back. And um, no, it's so true. So, yeah. Well, and like I said, we started saying like we as a society need to be taking more time before we respond to things. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking yeah. about myself as well. Like I have gotten much better at like not responding in my emotion um, mm-hmm. in a message or something like that or an email. But that's a that's something I had to work really hard to be intentional at because yeah. it just feels right to just send right now. And mm-hmm. 
it doesn't it doesn't usually bode well for anybody in the end. No. That feeling this just feels right, you know, but not like a Holy yeah. Spirit feels right. <laughs> like right. Oh, this feels right to my flesh. <laughs> that kind of a feel is right. Yeah. And yeah. and so yeah, what were you gonna say? And it's definitely okay to say, I, you know, I got your message. I need time to pray right. about this. Like mm-hmm. if you feel like, oh, I don't want to ignore them. I don't want right. them. Um especially if they can their see if you can like if they can see that you've seen the message, like on Facebook Reddit Messenger or whatever, or yeah. like Marco Polo, or mm-hmm. even if you ever read receipts mm-hmm. on your iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. And we've done that with our kids at times when they when something has happened that we're like mad about and really disappointed. We'll be like, we're gonna pause on this. We need to leave and go and talk and pray about this because we don't even know how to handle right. this. And and um I mean it leaves them a little bit uncomfortable for a while, mm-hmm. which isn't always wrong or bad, mm-hmm. but but it gives us a chance to not respond out of our initial emotions right. or whatever. Yeah. Well, I just the other day or yeah, we were out of town, Joey and I, and got up in arms over one of our kids' end of quarter grades, which we had seen coming, mm-hmm. but he had promised he had turned all these certain things in and then his grade just mm-hmm. got lower and none of those things oh. seemed to get turned in. And we're <laughs> like, this is a kid who can absolutely be held to a high standard grade-wise. Yeah. And instead of being like, you know what, we'll just talk to him when he get home. I was like, we need to get him on the phone right now. <laughs> Guess what? Mm-hmm. It put him in a really bad place mentally, and then mm-hmm. we were far away, and yeah, that was un- then, there was a yeah. lot of unwisdom in that. And I did not pray before yeah. I did that. I just, I mean, I should really know better, but I apparently don't. And it's, well, I mean, we don't ever all we we're never going. I mean, really, we're never going to always know better, right? <laughs> we're never going to always know better. Exactly. That seems like that sounds weird, but I mean, we are going to mess up because clearly we are humans, right? But that doesn't mean we can't learn from our mess ups and try better the next time. Well, in Colossians four six says, "Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so you may know how you ought to answer each person." And so, like, if we're wanting to call up our kid right away, or respond to a message right away, or just let somebody know what we're thinking right away, if it's not gracious or seasoned with Mm -hmm. salt, which I don't, I mean, back then salt was a huge thing when this. Bible was written. I mean, salt was like what well, salt is flavor, and flavor is good. Like exactly, it gives good flavor. And, and so that's kind of how I. Yeah, and so <laughs> to say seasoned with salt back then was like, hey, everybody would know that that like pay attention. That means something. Whereas now we're just yeah. like, well, salt's in everything, and yeah, but seasoned with salt is like to s- kind of sweeten the pot, if you will, cherry on top, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if our mm-hmm. if our speech isn't going to be those things, then we need mm-hmm. to take a pause. Um, yeah. Yeah. First of all, I really, if you haven't listened to last week's, I really would go and listen because mm-hmm. they really are consecutive mm-hmm. and um, go together. And um, and if you did listen to last week's, I would, you know, first of all, how are you doing? We'd love to know based mm-hmm. on the challenge you gave yourself last week. And um, I, yeah, think- I can't check in because we just recorded it 22 minutes. Right. <laughs> she had no time to practice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't have a specific challenge other than mm-hmm. what what pricked your spirit? What pricked your heart? Yeah. What made you feel like, oof, like, yeah, I know that's exactly what I said last week, but I don't have anything. Oh, it's, it's just such a good one. It's like when you, well, so like our, our life groups at church, we all answer the same three questions about the sermon. What did, what did you hear the spirit say? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it? And how can we help you like hold you accountable mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. What did you hear God say to you yeah. this week? It's like, yeah. It's, and that if we, we talk, you know, we started this episode about talking about how do we know when we're hearing from God? When you have that prick in your spirit, it's that prick that you're like, oh, I don't really want to pay attention to that, but I know I have to. That is from God. Like, yeah, that is something you would not do for yourself. And the enemy's certainly not going to because he just wants you to live in all the chaos of your mind. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. want you to get healthier. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. And then before we end, we have a 
ministry to highlight. So this one's yes. called Bought Beautifully. And on Instagram, it's at Bought Beautifully. And Bought Beautifully is a global nonprofit marketplace where every purchase creates a life-changing opportunity. Storefront isn't shared in Wyoming, but they search the globe to find the most impactful products to make it easy to support shopping with meaning. And when you shop at Bought Beautifully, you provide pathways out of poverty, create alternative jobs, and rehabilitation for survivors of human trafficking, orphanages, widows, and refugees. So oh, super cool. beautiful stuff. Yeah. So it's boughtbeautifully.org. Or of course, on Instagram, you can shop right from Instagram. Everybody's mm-hmm. got shops set up on there. So so yeah, we and encourage you to check really out. Have, and out. have stuff from clothing to home decor, like definitely check it out. It's really yeah. So marketplace stuff. really is the right word for them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, we would right. love to hear from you. Please reach out to us. Let us know what God is doing in your heart and in your life um, as a result of yes. these episodes or even just in general. And if you have not joined yeah. our community on Facebook, it is um, facebook.com slash a mess nonetheless community. And we are having women over there who are asking questions based on the conversations. And Melissa and I are going to do some see you in an hours where we just hop on and we just have some conversations with whoever is available to get on. So mm-hmm. you're going to want to be over there because there's a lot of good conversations happening over there. Yeah. Yeah. It, that is good. So, yeah. All, All right. right. Okay. Bye, you guys. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's facebook.com slash groups slash a mess nonetheless doc, uh, a mess nonetheless community. So, but also Perfect. just head to our Instagram page or our website and you can click the link there. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> bye you guys. All right. Bye guys. <laughs> you might feel that your life is a mess, but don't feel bad. Ours is too, but we own a microphone and we have no shame. That's why we'll talk about how our life is a mess. Less. That's the name of our podcast.